Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Tom is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. What a week, Tom. What a week. Yeah, it's been wild, and I appreciate you playing those audio clips uh, before I came on because I do think sometimes Sam Pittman um, expresses himself in ways where you're not sure what he means or he changes his thought mid-sentence and all, but he was pretty unequivocal there, and I, and I like the, fr- the frame of reference he used that if, if every decision he made, he had to worry about what the blowback would be or whatever. He, he wasn't being true to himself, and, and that was a – that's one of the best lines he's had or, you know, just best statements he's had in a while. And I, I think it goes to, you know, respecting people having their decisions. And, of course, Bobby Petrino answered the same question as well. So, um, hey, they're doing what they think can help Arkansas win football games, and they understand some people aren't forgiving. Some people, you know, don't don't want to do the second chance and all that stuff. But, um, but the guys have proven – I mean, I did a story when Bobby Petrino first arrived about his memory, and it's close to being a photographic memory in, like, what defenses will do, how you can make adjustments and all. And, you know, that serves you well in-game, and he's proven his play calling and his scheming throughout his career. Tom, I I didn't realize how much Petrino loved Arkansas. And he he continually said – how much he loved it here, how much he loved living here, the state, the people of the state, uh, and how much it meant to him to, to come back to Arkansas. He did, and, you know, as a Montana guy, um, if if the environment and all that is, like, meaningful to him, living in Arkansas is, is pretty close, you know, in terms of, you know, having a very outdoorsy-type presence. And all that, and I do think he probably felt the genuine love of Arkansas fans when he had this program at great heights. And so, I don't, I don't. That doesn't ring as false statements to me when he says that. Um, you know, he's jumped around. Obviously, he's lived in a lot of different places in this country, and um, the talks I've had with him, the the times that you've seen him um, on TV and interviews and stuff, and talking about Arkansas, it does. It does ring like it's true. Uh, they love Beaver Lake. He talked about skiing yesterday. And um, I think in his heart he feels like he maybe owes the state one for the way he had to go out or the way he went out. And um, you have to you have to kind of swallow your ego a little bit because you know every story that's written about you when you come back is going to include the motorcycle wreck and the extramarital affair. And so uh, – I don't know. I, I believe him when he says that he loves the state and the program, and he's going to do everything he can to get this offense back on track and create a winning program. I thought both of the guys knocked it out of the park yesterday with the press conference. You know, we've we've mentioned before that sometimes Coach Pittman will say things that he probably shouldn't say, that he's a little too honest, and, you know, we even suggested maybe a little PR work with him, but I thought he was very good yesterday. And I love that they were they were pretty honest and told us uh, a lot about the behind the scenes how uh, how it all went down. You know, there are those that were convinced. I don't know. Hopefully, they're not convinced now. But they felt like this was a Hunter Yurchek hire that Hunter forced it on Pittman and, hmm. and basically said, yeah, "Go hire this guy if you want to keep your job." And I think after yesterday, it's pretty clear that's not the way it went down. Exactly, and I think you make really good points all around. And I'll try to address them briefly if I can. Um, 
I agree with you that both guys are really on point. Um, they handle the questions about what would you say to people who say you don't deserve a second chance. Um, and if you've been covering Sam Pittman for all these months, you knew when they got ready to play Missouri State, the respect factor he had for Bobby Petrino. When they got ready to play A&M this year, you knew what he thought. And, and what he talked about on the field with Petrino at the 2022 game was, hey, thanks for everything you did to get this program to big heights. We're using that in our recruiting. So I think it's absolutely Sam Pittman's hire. I'm, I'm not sure if Hunter Yurchek would have even suggested it or not, but um, he understands the narrative of, of the program needed to, to go in a different direction as glum as everyone was wrapping up the season. So I'm, I believe it was Sam Pittman's decision that he got Hunter Yurchek on board with it. They did their diligence on the background, and you you read Matt Jones had a good story in our paper, I think it was yesterday, um, where Charles, uh, the um, Chancellor Charles Robinson um, um, advocated to have Petrino return, and Donald Bobbitt signed off on that. So, you know, they, they did what they were supposed to do internally, and, yeah, I do believe both of those guys put on a good press conference showing, um, you know, given the circumstances and everything. Yeah, and I think it, it, it's great. <laughs> It came out. I was a little surprised with some of the things that, well, A, Petrino said they, they knew when they went to Clemson that they, the, they uh, Clemson had their signs. That was kind of eye-opening to me when he said that. Um, <laughs> that's kind of off off to the side. Uh, but the the stuff about Jimbo and having to learn Jimbo's uh, terminology and, and, and call the plays using their lingo, that, that one surprised yeah. me and it came out. And then I thought it was great. He said they're going to run his offense at Arkansas and he's not going to have to do that. Yep, exactly. And I'm writing about that for tomorrow, how he, you know, you could fall on your sword and say, yeah, that was my, but I think he was just being true, you know, being honest that Jimbo wanted it to be his terminology. And we all heard all the equivocation that Jimbo Fisher was saying at at media days and through the course of the year when like, who's calling plays. And it's one of those whole, everybody gets together, you know, like a word salad to, to say it's a team effort and whatever. But, I think Bobby Petrino laid out the truth. It was Jimbo's terminology, so he had to learn Jimbo's terminology and put it, like, within his framework. And so, you know, even though you saw elements of Bobby Petrino's offense in that, and they had some pretty good weapons at A&M, by the way, um, it wasn't completely his baby. And that's what Sam Pittman's like, hey, this is your offense, just like it was Kendall Bryles, just like Dan Enos had free reign. Now he's got free reign, and... So we're going to see all that, the shallow crossers, the things that, you know, the wheel routes, the things they do to set up other things, the way they can flood a zone on you. Um, uh, and honestly, you know, it's going to be different for Arkansas fans in that both um, Ryan Mallett and Tyler Wilson were more of the drop-back quarterback mode. They had to scramble when necessary. What Lamar Jackson did was a different thing at Lamar. So we'll, we'll get to see how dual-threat quarterbacks can operate in a Petrino system here in the SEC, which is you know, difficult, a, a different beast. Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, Jason and Conway has a question. Have you heard anything about the defense staff? Are they all staying or are they being pursued for other jobs? Uh, and then I'll just add to it, you know, there's a report out there that Cody Kennedy is going to be the next offensive line coach at Mississippi State. What are you hearing about right. uh, staff changes? Right. Well, I mean, Sam Pittman says, you know, there's going to be staff change. And I think 
I think Cody Kennedy, I mean, we, we've reported today that he's, he won't be returning. Um, I can't confirm whether it's to go to Mississippi State or not. So uh, that one is done. Now, on the defensive side, I mean, you could make the argument that you would want your entire staff back. Um, they, they improved drastically. Um, so in my view, uh, they'd be more likely to have someone come and, and pluck a, a coach away on the defensive side than they would be to dismiss one, you know, just, you know, so I don't know what's going to happen there. I w- I'd like to see him back intact. I, I'd like the communication skills um, that, that the coaches showed, particularly fond of Marcus Woodson and Travis Williams in the, you know, limited amount of time we've talked to those guys. So I cannot speak to uh, the percentage of chance that the entire defensive staff will return. Uh, but offensively, you know, you got to let Bobby Petrino work with some of you quote his people. Now, do you want to lose Jimmy Smith and Kenny Guyton? Jimmy Smith's recruiting has been phenomenal. The way he's kept that running back room together has, has you know, been very admirable. Um, and Isaiah uh, Gustav, you know, I mean, you think about next year, they could be really deep if they get Dubinion and Green back. And, you know, and I don't know, it just feels like Rocket might not be coming back, but we'll see. Um, but, uh, I, I would, I would not be surprised if another staff member on offense, uh, didn't make it through into next season. Yeah. There was no indication, correct, of, uh, Petrino bringing in any of his guys or anybody that he wanted on the staff. Yeah. And that press conference yesterday, that was not really addressed. And, um, yeah, we should have, uh, I mean, we had a limited time, but yeah, who, who would you like on your staff? And I'm sure we would have gotten some. You know, not not precise um, answers on. Well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna evaluate everything, but uh, did not get any indication if Petrino was inclined to bring over in, any folks he wanted. Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, and it's uh, it's kind of funny. His contract for at Arkansas doesn't start right until what the fourth? Is that right? I can't remember the exact date when his yeah. contract actually I, I, starts. I, I, yeah. I believe it's the fourth. Yeah, and he's out working today. (laughs) Hitting the recruiting trail. Well, I mean, I don't know what, you know, what, uh, you know, what caused it not starting till the fourth, but he gets 350,000 through, I think it's the end of this coming February. So that kind of finishes out what would be this year recruiting and all. And, you know, it's certainly worth, you know, the salary. And then, obviously, what they want to do is get you on a yearly after that. And so from February to February would be the 1.5 and then the 1.6 the next two years, which is, you know, that's pretty, pretty much um, on, on point with offensive coordinators in the SEC these days. What are you hearing about KJ? You know, my thoughts on him have not changed a whole lot. That he, would, he went into the season thinking this would probably be his last year and preferred to declare for the draft. Now, the calculus has changed a little bit in that uh, if you listen to um, um, Nebraska coach um, talking about the quarterback pay, uh, quarterback compensation, whatever you want to call it, um, KJ Jefferson could make more money as a collegian next year than maybe if he was a low-round draft pick or something. So he's got a tough decision to make. Um, Does he want to come back for another year at Arkansas? He could put the records in, you know, a different stratosphere. Um, does he want to transfer, get, you know, a fresh breath of air somewhere else in college or declare pro? Tough call for him. My inclination has been that I don't think we're going to see K.J. back here next year, but 
you know, I think Bobby Petri- the addition of Bobby Petrino is an intriguing, uh, you know, storyline for him to think about on do I want one more year with this guy as my offensive coordinator. So we'll see. that one. I think that one's still to be told. Tom, you got uh, in Atlanta tomorrow. You got Georgia or Alabama? Um, you know, credit to Alabama for that comeback. Auburn played a well of a game to be in there and have have them down to the point they did. Um, I do think they can give Georgia trouble, but what we've seen from Georgia is from some um, rugged performances early in the year. They've gotten better and better. You know, they they know their identity more now. They got Bowers back now. I, I think Georgia will will win the game, um, but man, at some point, they, I don't know when they're going to lose again. But man, it has been an incredible role for Kirby Smart. Tom, thanks. It was good to catch up with you. It's been a whirlwind week for all of us, and I know you included. Great job. Thanks yeah. for your time. You bet, man. It's been a lot has happened since last Monday when I talked to you before the Missouri yeah. game. So everyone have a great weekend. See y'all. <laughs> it's been crazy. Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.